0: Hello, and welcome to the Magic for Realists podcast. This is the 25th dose, and it's called Up to Your Ankles. And I'm making this podcast in general because I want to share with you some magic in the real world. By magic, I mean the things that cause excitement and sparkle, that are mysterious, that feel um, like they've got some element that we don't understand maybe that feel like they really just sink into our bones, or they feel lighthearted and playful like fairies, or they feel like a magic trick and we wonder how it happened. All of that and more. And how I experience magic in the real world. By this I mean, how does it touch into my human experience? And I'm fascinated by the intersection between maybe spiritual or emotional or psychological development and and growth, and our physical reality of of stuff, and body, and place. So I talk about that on this podcast, and I'm glad you're listening. I'm making this particular podcast in response to a, uh, I don't know if it's, maybe it's a trend, it's a little, it's a trope, it's a little, like, thing I hear repeated on some other podcasts, the phrase, deep dive. So I'm going to be addressing that phrase and why I think it's problematic and talking about it just a little bit today so you may have encountered this phrase deep dive if not um it probably won't take long until you do because it's a a common phrase on podcasts that are interviewing somebody else about a theme and it'll go something like today we're going to deep dive into blah, blah 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 um so the simplest way to put this is you can't deep dive In an hour. Like, well maybe you can like, maybe it's just like a down and up, but anyways, it's not profound. (laughs) Like, uh, you can say meaningful, profound things in a short amount of time, yes. However, I think using this phrase, deep dive, it's supposed to, to be like, we're plumbing the depths, we're going really far into it. And I just want to point out that that's, if that's a deep dive, if your hour-long interview with somebody that you probably have never met in person, never given a hug to, and yeah, never really known. If that's a deep dive, then we are playing in an extremely shallow pool. Uh yeah, I'm like la- I it makes me kind of frustrated. I feel frustrated and sad with this phrase because I feel like wow. If this is deep then 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 your life is shallow. Um to me depth takes a long time. Like depth requires shared experience. It requires like like many hours, days, years even before something starts to feel like deep. Um that you can't know somebody quickly. You can hit it off with them, and you can have a lot of good sparks, and you can feel like you connect. I've definitely had that experience really quickly, and I've had what felt like deep encounters in, in only a matter of hours of knowing somebody. But, but that's nothing compared to the depth that is possible with more time and experience. And similarly with a subject, you can't deep dive into any subject matter in an hour. Like you can't, you can hardly get your toes wet. Maybe you can get up to your ankles, but you can't really get into it in that short amount of time. Yeah, you just, this is also inspired by a few days ago, I was listening to a podcast where this happened and both the host and the person they were interviewing, were talking really quickly, really excitedly, and lots of times said this deep dive phrase. And they had met on Instagram and had never talked in person, other than now in the interview. And it was too much. It was like it was too spinny, too quick, too fast for me. Like while using this language of depth. And then and then I started listening to Andy Mort's latest podcast, uh, The Gentle Rebel. He's the one I had a conversation with that I shared with you a few episodes ago. And uh, in that conversation, like, I think, well, for one, we had talked before starting the, like, we talked on a separate day before starting the interview. um, And, and we get into some really interesting things, but I don't think either of us felt like, oh, wow, now we've really, like, covered the subject matter and but what was interesting is that he was talking about this phrase uh, shallow waters are noisy, shallow rivers are noisy deep lakes are silent and it was such a welcome contrast to the uh, fast fast fast-paced claiming to be deep conversation that was exhausting and further highlighted to me that sometimes the most profound things, like the ones that really sink into our souls, are quite quiet. Like, they're a moment of stillness outside. They are the mornings with a lover. They are the breath, the pause. And maybe if we have a lot of words to say about something, we might still be splashing around in the shallow end. She says on a podcast where she's saying a bunch of words. (laughs) Which is why I'm only claiming that this is up to our ankles. And in a... This also feels indicative. No, um... What's the word? This is like this phrase, deep dive, makes sense in a culture that doesn't have a lot of time for depth. Doesn't have a lot of time to spend with each other, with ourselves, with silence, with taking our time learning something. We have been conditioned to want things quickly. And so we want, a, we want to get a deep dive in an hour. <laughs> and you can't. I have some questions like on my heart, soul, mind, body right now that are really, really deep and I can't figure them out today even, probably not this week, and I bet that I will be working with these questions for years. Which is like kind of humbling, sometimes discouraging, but also like here we are, like You're not just this experience of life and the deep themes that you might be learning or working with. They're not quick. They are not quick. I'd say if anything's quick, it's probably not deep. Like it's... You can taste the depths in a moment, but they're really like earth-shifting, tectonic plate moving at the bottom of the ocean stuff is not happening fast. Those plates are moving really slowly. And yes, you can have an earthquake in an instant that really shakes it up, but the depth is not going quickly. Like it's going slowly and then a moment can happen. And it feels like these, the claim that you could have a quote deep dive in a fast conversation is a might be damaging in that we might think that's all there is we might think that now we've got the now we know somebody because you talked to them for a little bit or now you like you took the oh yeah this other phrase a master class like i'm sorry like as if you're gonna become a master but it's just it's like it's like 20 minutes long Masterclass, or like it's maybe 40 minutes. Oh my God, it's a three hour masterclass. Like that's gonna take so much of your time. You don't become a master in three hours of anything. You can get some pretty good tips, but mastery takes years. So this feels problematic to me. If you think a deep dive can happen in an hour and a masterclass can happen in a few minutes or maybe a few hours, and you can like have the subject matter nailed, you've mastered it. No, no, mastery takes a long time. It's like slow going. You have to practice like what happened to, what happened to like 10 year long apprenticeships, like what, like really learning something takes time. I'm also telling this to myself, these themes that I want to solve, like, I'm in this for the long haul. (laughs) I get kind of shivers as I say that, like, oh fuck, this is not going away. This is the question, these are the questions, the personal ones, the really deep ones that I'm not even telling you yet because they're still mine to hold. Those are the ones I get to, I get to learn to live with and live out. It's like Rilke living the questions. Living the questions. Yeah, that, that's, that's going to take a while. That's not going to be a fast thing. So I'd like to read you that it's a famous quote by Rainer Maria Rilke. And I think it's from letter to a young poet. And he writes, be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart. And try to love the questions themselves, like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not seek the answers, which cannot be given you, because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. Oh, yes. Here's the second time on that one. Be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves, like lock rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not now seek the answers which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then, gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. So that's that's kind of, I think, the alternative to this shallow notion that you could deep dive quickly into something, is that the stuff that's really deep is often a question, and it's something that can't be answered quickly. And we just live gradually maybe finding ourselves in some distant day living into an answer oh I really like that yeah so I I want to tell you a few experiences that have been profound for me that have felt deep Um, I'm going to tell them to you quickly so I'm not going to give you the you know, the deep version of them. I just wanna... I just wanna... it's like showing you a picture of a deep lake. <laughs> you can't get to the lake unless you hike in really far. I'm not sure where this metaphor is going, but anyways, this is not the lake itself. Oh, which is another really useful notion. Have you heard the phrase, the map is not the territory? So you can you can see a map really quickly, and a map is can even show depth or height, like a a um, a nautical chart shows really deep oceans. So in that sense, it is deep. A chart is deep. It shows the it shows how deep the ocean is there, but but we need to not confuse the chart or the map with the, with the territory with the land itself. If you've studied the map, if you've listened to the map for an hour, if you've listened to somebody else's trip report you haven't actually been there, and I think there's quite a bit of, of that going on in, well, in all sorts of advice-type media. Yeah, so if I if I tell you something, it's because it's somehow part of my experience, and you're welcome to share these ideas. I really hope you do, but don't confuse the idea with your, it's not, you haven't been there until you've been there. Like, you haven't swam until you're in past your ankles, and you can't get there in the time that you're going to listen to me. If I share anything that's helpful, you're not going to integrate it until you've actually lived it for quite a while. Like, it takes time to go deep. One of the experiences that comes to mind was when I lived on a sailboat for, I think it was about eight months. And Maybe two or three months in, that was getting to be like November, December. And on the coast here, that's like very short days of sunlight and quite rainy, like often rainy. It basically rains for like a good portion of every day from November to April here. <laughs> Not every day, but like most days, except for some cold, dry stretches. Anyways, in November, where I was sailing, it was wet most days, but because we were outside and, you know, so cognizant of the weather, I also noticed that it didn't rain constantly, and we had been, you know, weeks, months living on the sailboat, and weeks in this weather, and in this not that populated area, and we were sailing the Johnson Strait, which is like a, a big section of, of Strait that's in between Vancouver Island and the BC coast, and the wind was like predominantly going, I guess, blowing us north, and it was a awesome sailing day, like really good steady wind, like comfortable knots for the boat, not too much, not too little, and, and we were sailing And there was rainbows, like the skies clear, we'd gotten soaked, we're all in our rain gear sailing, and rainbows came out, and we were sailing towards the rainbow, and there was no other boats in sight, no other humans, and I felt like we deserved the rainbow, was my thought. Like, I was so glad that nobody else was there, because I felt like anybody who hadn't lived the previous months didn't deserve to see that rainbow. (laughs) Like, the, the depth, the beauty of the rainbow was so much more because of the months and of the, the cold and the wind and the rain and the, the isolation, like, all of that was just magnifying the rainbow. And, and then, and so as a result, it was a, it was a deeply beautiful, meaningful experience. But if you just showed up there, if you, like, helicoptered in and landed on the dock and saw the rainbow, it would be beautiful. But it would not have the same depth that all that time leading up to it gave it. Um, I've had... Oh, you might hear that siren outside. Sorry about that. I haven't yet figured out how to edit out background sounds. That might come later. Um, there's a depth that's possible in an intimate relationship that takes time that takes like endless conversations that after a while you forget what the conversations were but they were ways of knowing and connecting that, that are different like year three is has a different profundity than month three and I have yet to have, a, you know, a continuous intimate relationship for more than four years. And I wonder, I wonder what depth it's like after 10 or 15 or 20. I don't know. I really don't know yet. Um, I think of my relationship with dancing that doesn't feel deep right now, but it feels long, like it feels like it's a really long conversation that I want to revive. I've been a dancer since probably I was maybe six or, I'm sure I was dancing before I was six, but I started taking dance lessons when I was six. And it's always been this delight for me. I loved. I started with tap dancing. I loved tap dancing, I loved being on stage, I loved smiling, I loved the lights on me and the makeup, and um, it's part of this conversation, internal conversation I'm having now about how to draw out different sides of me that I feel are underexpressed, and one of them is the, w- is the way that I dance, and that that, both like physically what that is, but also what it draws up in my soul needs to be expressed and so that feels like like that's coming from the depth of me and I could encounter it in, in one given dance I've had a few dances in my life that were very memorable and like felt deep felt deeply connected or erotic or pleasurable or joyful or, or cathartic and but yet the what they're really connected to is even deeper it's an even deeper part of me and i want to i want to get back into that somehow and the other part i want to mention is about poetry and symbol and I might, if you've been following me on Instagram, you might have seen this um, collage project I'm working on about a uh, unique and playful interpretation of the tarot deck. And I'll probably do a longer talk about tarot at some point. But um, in short, it's like tarot cards are our symbolic language with pictures and and kind of archetypal lo- like meanings behind them. They're kind of like to me, they're like visual poetry and poetry can feel poetry or symbol can can have a certain depth to it that we might recognize right away that might be why we're drawn to it and why it's used in like spiritual or, or religious or um, like community applications to, to sort of bring that symbolic depth but also it gets deeper with time and with working like by working with it I mean kind of like um, allowing it to be interactive Like, like I can read a poem over and over at different points in my life or a song and the lyrics get deeper as I as my life experience and the song intermingle or the symbol of the tarot there's different images that I get deeper over time because of how I relate to them and so I I want to remind you me us that to really go deep isn't a fast thing. It's not I mean I guess you could like free dive down and up really quickly, but like if you want to if you want to know the depths of a connection of yourself, of an experience, of an area of expertise, it is not going to be quick. You cannot deep dive to a really, any significant depth in a quick conversation and like it, there's so much more than that there's so much more to be explored and so I hope that if you if you feel like something in your life is is kind of deep I just, I'm hoping that this kind of like a rant opens up like the trap door underneath it and you feel that like oh my god, there's like It's like you've been playing in a kiddie pool, like, actually there's a whole fucking ocean underneath that, like, yeah. And don't go in the- don't go out in the ocean without like a deep keeled sailboat. You gotta have like good equipment if you're gonna go deep. If you're gonna sail on deep waters, don't go in a pathetic little dinghy with holes in it, okay? like. To go sailing on deep ocean or to dive to the depths takes good equipment. And that's kind of like a that's my warning, I guess. Like real depth takes time and takes skill and takes support and good equipment. So just go up to your ankles until you've got that. Because <laughs> we don't want anybody drowning around here. And thanks for listening. I feel like this was a different mood than normal, but I've been feeling kind of strongly about this so I wanted to share it with you and if you want to say hi to me in you know a quick little shallow hello or the start of what could later become a deeper connection you can find me on Instagram at magicforrealists or check out the website magicforrealists.ca on there there's also a link to the Patreon account if you're interested in supporting this show with money and thanking me that way for what I'm sharing, if that's of all, at all of interest. And I put up some extra, like, copies of the poems I read and other things like that to the Patreon feed. Yeah. Okay, that was up to our ankles. I hope you enjoyed getting your feet wet in this topic, and I hope you experience some more magic in the real world this week. Bye for now. <laughs>